Okay, I'm pressing the button. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. <laughs> now no one can yes. leave. No one press anything. Seven seventeen PM. It takes seventeen minutes to get all of us lined up on the show. Yes, okay, it great. did, and we're still not focused. We aren't and we won't be. <laughs> okay. This is this is a group of five people who all have ADHD. What do you mean focused? Yeah. Okay. Welcome back to the Mutant Ages for a very special episode. Surprise episode. X-197 dropped a trailer and a release date, but more importantly, a trailer, which I have watched and rewatched many times. Me too. And I'm obsessed with it. I think I've it. watched it like 55 times already. I don't know. Back when we We brought everyone here. We brought all of you okay, here wait, today. Hold on. Yeah, Matt, do you want to announce who's here? <laughs> sure. Uh, so obviously me and Rye Pagella are here, but also we have Ryan Truman, Hi. Todd Harper, and Katie Mack in tow. Hi. I would say this is the full five. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll eventually expand the cast to include more of our friends group. But for now, this is the Mutant Ages full cast. Uh, and we're going to talk about X-197 and how fucking cool it looks and how excited we are. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it was like in the background. <laughs> I like quietly. Well, I started. I don't know how to make this work. I'm sorry, guys. I need, uh, technologically I need challenged. one of those, but it sounds like a cat. So it's just a cat going meow, 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 meow. <laughs> That's what my cat Samuel does every night. And okay. He wants Warren so, to pay attention to him. Uh, Warren, that's very Warren Worthington, actually. Um, so, <laughs> like, yeah, Rye P, what did you think about the trailer? How many times have you watched it? <laughs> I was going to say, we, we should round table yes. before we break it down. I kind of go over our reactions. And I was going to ask you first, but I guess I'll go first. Yeah, go I just think it. yours is the more entertaining version. Okay, so <laughs> this trailer dropped, um, and I think I was the first person to, to know because I you just were. happened to be updating the mutant ages social media pages and i saw that um power of x-men which is another podcast that's on the x-men uh was posting like images like a new promo image and that's when i saw like the the cast in their basketball uniforms and i was like oh this is awesome we have to post this to the mutant ages and i think it dropped it in slack and then like by the time i finished doing that they were like now the trailer's out. And I was like, wait, what? And I was in the middle of talking to yeah, Maddie about you something were. serious. You, you and like I like DM'd me and you were like, oh, the release date's available. That yeah, was what the, you oh, said that was first. the big thing. They were like, March 20th, yeah. it's being released. Here's pictures of the X-Men in their gym outfits. Mm -hmm. And then Maddie <laughs> and I were having a serious conversation about production time on the Mutant Ages. And I just suddenly scream, the trailer is out. Oh my God, it's beautiful. And Maddie's like, are you going to fucking link me? Are you just going to keep on? <laughs> I was like, and so I, I, 
I did watch this trailer at least 55 times that day. It was like when I downloaded the X-Men 2 trailer back in like 2000 whatever. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, but, it really, we really went back to 1997 in okay, our hearts, listen, I, I, I I screamed really loud, not at anything, like not anything happened. It was like they did that whole opening, which we'll talk about. And then it like fades into the city or whatever. Yeah. And then it shows like a shot of the city and you see like, cop cars flashing as it heads towards like Callisto and Leech and she pulls him away. Mm-hmm. And I screamed in excitement over that because I was like, <laughs> this looks, I, I paused Callisto it there. Leech. I paused it there. Cause I suddenly realized that this animation was going to be beautiful. And it was like, I think it's just because we've watched so many shitty X-Men adaptations in the past year. Cause we watched like the Wolverine anime. We watched Wolverine, and the X-Men, which had its ups and downs, it but mostly downs. downs. <laughs> yeah. And then we watched Logan again, which also made me want to die. It's in also Dark really Phoenix and X-Men yeah. Apocalypse. And, Dark Phoenix, and I was just oh like, I was just like, I was feeling in the dumps. I was like, is it possible? So I've had a lot of hopes for this show coming out. And I just kind of got really reactive to that. Um, and there's stuff that I have noticed in the trailer that we'll break down as we go through it. But um, yeah. yeah, I think it'll be fun to go through really quick and just kind of talk about what we noticed. I'm not going to say like the coolest part because I'm going to let Katie probably have that. So, <laughs> okay. And, anyway, Maddie, why don't you tell your story? Because I loved hearing about that. I'll go real that. quick. Um, so I, I feel like what was weird for me, it's not that I wasn't excited about X-Men 97. I was, but I feel like it almost didn't feel real to me until I saw yeah. this trailer. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. I also don't really feel like a person who has had a lot of emotional attachment to many of the reboots that have happened in all of our lifetimes. Like, obviously, there's like a billion, like Gilmore Girls, the list goes on, like shows that were returned years and years later. And this is the one that felt really emotional for me in a way that I didn't expect. And um, what if it was X-Men Evolution? We'd probably lose I'd our probably shit. I'd probably cry. So like I watched the trailer and I was like welling up and I was like, that's so weird. Like, why am I so emotional about this trailer? And then like what Ryan's referring to, that's really funny. And I am willing to make fun of myself on this show. Was that like later on the beach? Cause I was on my honeymoon this past in week. Cancun, right? Yeah. And well, in a bunch of places in Tulum and Playa del Carmen. <laughs> um, and I started, I was thinking about the trailer I don't, I I mean, maybe it's because we've been doing this show for six years and we've been talking about the X-Men and how much they've meant to us over that time, which sounds so fucking corny, but whatever, we're leaning into it. And I just like lying on the beach being like, wow, like I can't believe X-Men 97 is coming back. And I was thinking about how fucking cool the trailer was. And I started crying while I was lying on the beach. (laughs) And then I got to be like, explain to Dino why I started crying and that it was over the X-Men, which Ryan found very funny. Um, I find it really funny because, well, like, I cry I, in over my the head, X-Men all the time. So, it's well, no me big too. Deal. But I thought it, I, I wish if this is what happened, but I know it's not. Where Dina would be like, "Are you for for, for real right now?" No, but she it's would Dina, never and I know Dina instead would be like, "Oh, that's so sweet." Yeah. Like you know, that's how she is as a person. <laughs> yeah, but also <laughs> so. like I don't know. I I just I felt very momentous, and and there is something really cool about the beginning of this trailer, which we can talk about. Like the way that it goes from like the original, at times very shitty animation of the original. Oh my god! It's like Season very four, low poly, Holy and shit. then to see it expand. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have feelings. I have feelings. No, I know. To see it expand outward to like the cool, like fucking, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I want to hear from Todd, who doesn't have maybe all the same nostalgic, corny ass feelings that I do. Because Todd, bring us back to reality. I, <laughs> I don't know. No, okay, it, it's 
it's funny listening to this. Maddie Ryan's just like, oh my God, I was so excited after such a dark time of my life. And Maddie's like, oh my God, I was on my honeymoon and I just felt so loved and reassured. And I'm like, the first thing I did was make fun of Jean dressed as a soccer ref. Honestly, she does look insane. She looks fully nuts. And like, that is already a meme. The fact that she's dressed as a ref. Like I've seen so many memes. But I cannot wait to get to that shot in the breakdown because it's insane. Everything we are going shot, shot is by insane. shot. This is a yeah, three-hour episode where we go guy. shot by shot. Like some people were playing <laughs> basketball. Some people were probably fucking. Like that's what is going on there. Okay, but that is okay, the X Men. Meanwhile, in the background of that shot, Gambit is shirtless and wearing a bandana on his head, like a yeah, gay pirate. Like, like I, and no one has even <laughs> talked about that because they're so busy being like, "Why is it hugely pregnant Jean dressed like a referee in this picture?" <laughs> it's an insane picture. So Todd's reaction. In classic mutant age of fashion was to immediately start making fun of the show, which fun of it, bless yeah. you. Uh, so <laughs> I, also like, I also watched that show when I was, I am, okay, so for people who don't know this, I am slightly older than the rest of the folks here, but not a lot. I think we worked out like six, seven years older than. Yeah, at most. No, I think it's less than that, I think that, it's less right? than that I for think it's like, RIP. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? We're not going to say ages for some reason. Why are we? Well, how, <laughs> we're not going to say the numbers. Ryan. We're all shapeshifters. It doesn't matter. Exactly. And we're aliens. I'll be 38 later this year. Listen, Todd, I could live up to 300 uh, and I only <laughs> Ryan, age. Don't and there's only odd there. numbers. Okay, yeah. <laughs> One, I am Ryan not, is like 40. I'm I don't not know. memorizing Ferex's entire fanfiction.net name. Aww. <laughs> 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 like you are Ferex on your something, own. something, something, Wolfgang. <laughs> Like, I didn't, I don't know. I think at the time I was just like, oh my God, Jean shoots lasers from her brain. That's so cool. Like, I don't, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't really a comics reader when the show was on the air. You just thought, pew. This <laughs> is like, oh my god, the so fine. I wish that was the noise her brain made yeah, when she did it. Yeah, actually, I think it would help If she was like, pew, 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 pew. I just love that it came from like the little hole in in the head thing of her costume. That always <laughs> yes. bothered the hell out of me. I know, isn't that yeah, fucking right? weird? She's like, it's telepathy, bro. Like, how does that? But but like, she needed the little thing to concentrate. I had to have Ryan explain it to me because yeah. I, I didn't get it. I don't remember that. Like, she had to wear like the She-Ra like headband thing in order to use her telepathy. <laughs> I mean, well, Mr. Sinister's got his red dime on his forehead. And he's like, it's because I'm a psychic, too. Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> like, are you? Okay, says so sure. sure. <laughs> I, the thing that I that really struck me about the trailer, though, is that it, it kind of related to something Maddie said. Where she was just like, I didn't think it was real, right? And I'm like, yeah, because the show has had, and this is very atypical for the MCU slash Marvel properties in general lately, no hype cycle. Like, yeah. None. Yeah. They told yeah. us it was coming and then it was radio silence until last and week. And we had nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It was to, to the point on. where like Ripe and I have been arguing for the past year about whether the original theme song will come back, which it did, by the way. Thank God. But like love, that's how little information that, we fucking have. The blue sky poster, someone was like, that theme song is the MK Ultra activation phrase for people of our <laughs> for millennials. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like that in Go Go Power Rangers, yes. which I think was, it's not, is it the same guy? It's not. It's, it's not, but it's, it's just similar. Network. It's a similar, you know, post grunge pop rock kind of a vibe. Yeah, it's like that in Buffy. They all same thing. Anyway, I was going to say with that the, with the blue sky thing, um 
Fuck, now I lost it. Never mind. ADHD, <laughs> okay, right there. Yeah. Oh, moving Todd, on. Todd, keep going. I, guess, I do think that's interesting and atypical. And honestly, it rolled. that kind of makes me more hopeful that the show's not going to fucking suck. Yeah. Because so much of the stuff that Marvel went out of their way to hype, like fucking secret invasion. Well, and then it would be like 16 post-credit scenes and yeah. like 10 oh TV shows you have to watch about Todd, it. Todd and I are both like You're both in shell shock from secret, secret invasion. Secret invasion months. PTSD. Oh we, God, dude. The terrible piece of shit show. Uh, don't get me what started. What a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, waste of time. Seriously. I didn't even bother yeah. Which it. I can say happily having not watched waste it. Waste of time, Truman, is the perfect description. Oh my God, sorry, Maddie. Editing this is going to be hell. No, it'll be fine. I, I'm not going to edit it at all. Wait, I'm just going to read the Just like send it is. People are going to wonder. I'll be like, this is how hard it is to edit the show, bitches. I line up the tracks <laughs> and I just put it up. Yep, just send it. <laughs> just cut and send. <laughs> that actually be great. I might do that. If you can make it all the way through this episode understanding what everyone's saying, congratulations. You don't have an auditory processing disorder. So... <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? You're an auditory processing god. Yeah, for I was gonna real. Say, like, you have given yourself an auditory processing disorder. You are Matt Murdock. Like, that's basically the test. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of like where all our other ADHD listeners are in the house because they'll be able to listen to it like that. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> It's just like layered over each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all I, I was. No, I, I agree. I, I'm really interested to see how it turns out. And I actually am kind of hopeful that like. It'll be good. Other than I don't know, it feels like they haven't they haven't bet the farm on the show, which mm-hmm. historically is when Marvel's stuff tends to recent stuff tends to be good. I yeah. feel like the harder they hype something, the more disappointed I am when it actually happens because there's more mm. studio control in that case. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, also from a marketing perspective, if they know that something is already not going to do well, they want to market it. They want to market it up. They're going to go harder. Yes. Yeah. To get people to watch yeah. it. Whereas this, they're like, it sells itself. It's the X Men. It really does. <laughs> it also, I, mean, I was going to say, I just like just finishing that review of FF Seven Rebirth today. Yes. Yes. It, Another like, example of something that is being remade. Right. In, and I, in our like, I don't actually have to make like a purchasing recommendation here because anybody who was gonna play this game already bought it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Already like, pre-ordered it. Already downloaded it. Yeah, exactly. And I would have been one of them, right? It's just I think it's the same thing with the show. Anybody who was gonna watch it, their choice has been locked in ever since it was announced right right? like it's gonna happen which is why it needs no hype cycle and instead well so the other piece of it before i go to you Raiti, i just i usually feel like nostalgia plays are cheap or annoying in some way and i'm like yeah you already know i like this thing whatever like stop manipulating me i think it depends on what it is well this just doesn't feel that way to me it instead is just like no this is just the thing you like it's not a nostalgia play because it's not nostalgic, it just is the thing. And that's different. Yeah. I also think that what works in its favor is that, like, X Men, the animated series, is doing this thing where they're just picking up for where it left off I know. in season five. Which is wild. And the other show that I can think of that comes to mind that can, has done this twice now is Futurama. Great. And that show. has contributed Great to its, its success, is they're not rebooting, they're just they're continuing what's when they're allowed to do it. It's actually again. a great example of something that rules and just quietly has continued to rule. But, Raiti, I right, want to hear your right. thoughts on the trailer, too. Yeah, m- minus the whole. Uh, 
bender fiasco that almost happened if the fans oh my didn't god speak but the they, it all worked out it did but it almost didn't again because of uh corporate involvement or whatever like, oh we yeah, don't want to spend the money well good thing john dimaggio like held out on I that know. yeah hell yeah what a badass yeah so cool uh but yeah um like you said i like that they picked up literally where we left off on that ridiculous final episode of <laughs> amazing final episode he's dead yep. that last episode is so good it is though. i Great. just it's I like was mad and like weird cliffhanger thing and he's dead and all oh, wait now he's in space he's dead question mark <laughs> okay we're gonna have to talk about that because they're lowering a coffin in the ground at the outside yeah, of the trailer and i was like he's dead i, yeah, I don't know we're gonna get to it we're gonna get to it yeah but go ahead uh, other than that, you know, like you guys, I was freaking out when I watched it. Like, I'm, I'm glad, question mark, that as many people are returning as they are. It's going to be weird hearing everybody's voices 30 years later. But yeah, I, am, yeah. I am glad everyone's back. Yeah, who, uh, all the people who are still alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. All the people who are still alive. I mean, multiple of the actors literally died. Oh, no. Yeah. Scott Summers. I'm so sad. Yeah. And Magneto's actor, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is wild. Yeah. Uh, is like Remy so much back? time went by that so, people died. <laughs> right. To answer your question, um, I actually I have I don't know where the list went, but I had it. But I can tell you by character um, that the returning actors are Wolverine, Beast, Storm and Rogue. And Gambit's voice actor is returning, but he's pl- now playing Cable. And what Cable's voice actor is also returning and he's playing somebody that's not Cable. He's playing somebody else. I wonder else. if what that's because, on? I mean, as right. you get older, your voice does change. And I well, wonder if the voice right. actors were like, I can't do that yeah, anymore. Yeah. Like, your larynx changes over time well i i mean also maybe they were like i don't want to do it i mean also jubilee's voice actor allison court well i know allison court wanted to not voice jubilee because she's a white woman and she was like i want to give an asian actress the role well right she's she's still on the show playing a different character that isn't why i would think maybe gambit's voice actor just to pick a random example i have no idea if this happened but i could see that actor being like look i can't do that exact voice anymore yeah but i can do a cable now (laughs) and i that's a low voice you also had to fake a Cajun accent. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Mr. Sinister's voice actor is returning too. So nice. his is oh, the nice. same. If you've ever played um <laughs> when you know when Way Forward remade the DuckTales NES game? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're talking to the group of people that's familiar with that. Yeah. Go yes, on. <laughs> Nobody's heard of DuckTales here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Todd, you, Todd you have not been in Katie's house where there's like Scrooge McDuck everywhere. It's, it's like hilarious to even pose the question in a room Katie's in. Is she aware of something related to DuckTales? He Duck holds Tales? my toothbrush. Did you say it's your toothbrush? <laughs> there's a cup that holds my toothbrush. I see Scrooge McDuck oh. every morning. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, you know what? what about she's the at NES least show? honest about it, so I'm just saying that. Uh yeah. but I mean, if you've played that game, the original actor for Scrooge from the TV show played it, but he was like 90. Yeah. Wow. So he probably yeah. sounds different. He probably sounds he really different. He does sound right? really different. And honestly, it's a little scary. I'm like, I think this yeah. man is on death's door. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> yeah. It was a little I mean, grim. You can tell, like, Cal Dodd sounds older. Like, he's still playing Wolverine. He's he still, still doing the voice. sounds but... like Wolverine to me, though. Of course. And to me, Cal Dodd's voice is Wolverine. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's Same. Wolverine's voice to me. Yeah. So I love that he's still doing it. But, like, people's voices change. That's what I was thinking of when I heard him in that that line that i'm sure we'll talk about when he's on the plane just like okay <laughs> that that does sound like well okay i didn't i didn't have the same reaction where i'm like oh my god cal dodd sounds like he's on a death store but 
It definitely <laughs> made me think. Like, okay, Kelsad is, is just, fine. He's fine. He's a little He's older. Gonna live forever. Yeah, you talk, you literally talked to him like what two years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. That's amazing. But yeah, I I think Maddie's right. I think people get older and their voice just There's certain things you can't do anymore or sound different. Cal Dodd's voice as Wolverine had a lot of like throaty vocal fry to it. Which is oh, hard. Yeah. Which is do. hard on your voice to do. So wait, so Righty, did you have more to say before Sorry, we go right? to Katie? No, no, it's all good. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm pretty sure that was it. I'm excited to see Magneto again. Um, <laughs> yes. they, wait, 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 wait. They nerfed Rogue's butt. Just saying. It has to be said. It said. It has to be said. That's my only gripe. That's literally my only gripe. Okay, great. Katie, what are your thoughts on the trailer? So of course, my my reaction is probably you know the the most like me. Um, so Remy, Remy, Remy. when I Sorry. got the text from Ryan that it was going down, <laughs> I was at work as usual. So I got to watch the trailer on headphones hiding in my bathroom at work. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Iconic. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. You still got to watch it. I did. So I was basically trying not to scream in the abandoned bathroom. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Why was it abandoned? Because <laughs> it was Boston. A, Apparently you're bathrooms in silent hell city. it's <laughs> yeah, boston okay. is the most cracktastic bathroom there is i hate our bathroom all right <laughs> but yes yeah, so i'm basically watching it screaming like the the like animation screaming like ab- <laughs> silently screaming the animation absolutely blew me away it looks amazing like i was not expecting all the high quality and just everything to look so beautiful and to pick up exactly where it left off because I, I was skeptical about where it was going with this. Yep. Because they're like, oh yeah, yep. we're just going to pick up at the ending. And I was like, okay, but but where? Because there was that weird like final season that kind of had continuity issues. Yeah. So I yep. don't know what you were going to consider still on the timeline. Yeah. Katie's like, I was expecting Jubilee's fairy tale theater to be the main timeline. In season five. <laughs> I was season hoping six. that we wouldn't have to address that at all. That it would just fall into a pit of fire. Oh, I, Katie, I have to tell you, you need to rewatch at some point because we watched it and we were like blown away by how ridiculous it was. And Magneto gets Magneto gets, gets covered it. in cum. Like literally, he gets covered <laughs> in cum. We do it. Like they, sh- it's he. I would say it's like a great episode of television, but oh, it no. is really funny, <laughs> yes. and that's important. It, it too. sounds like Warcraft Valley crack, basically. Oh. So it was like, yeah. I don't even remember what happened. Somebody <laughs> threw a spell at Magneto and it just white splooged. Well, it's like, like Jubilee plays a D&D game with a bunch of kids in which, <laughs> in which Magneto Basically. is like a goth king that's like trying to take over a medieval Warcraft Valley world. I, yeah, it's but I mean, it's it's kind of funny. It's weird. Now, anyway, but we watched uh, it years ago. All right, cool. Are we ready to go shot by shot? Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> I have it loaded up silently so I can look at it. I do too. It. I do too. I think we all do. Okay. I so, I have twice while we've recorded this. Yep, same. So the very the very beginning is kind of a classic CRT TV. It's zooming in, and it's like as though the greatest X Men fan of all time is watching the cartoon on I their mean, television. It has to be because the VHS. It's you, you, the viewer, right. are watching this. Is kind of what's being there's shown stuff here. around the TV. Like there's like a VH, yes. the bunch of VHS. One says X Men special. It says yeah. There's also X-Men. days of. Um, Future Past, I think that's what it says. It says D O F P. Oh yeah, you're right. X Men: Days of Future 
pass, I think. And there's like a little figurine of the Colossus figure that came out around that time with the giant waist. With the the giant fuck off barbell. I love it. And there's like the joke, like the person printed out the picture of Gene and Scott that like, isn't it the one that Logan is looking at in bed? I think that is so funny to me because I'm like, is Logan watching this TV? I mean, maybe. Is that why he has a little toy of Colossus in his room? Logan wouldn't have a copy of the X-Men cartoon. Like the, the initial part breaks the fourth wall. Logan wouldn't have a picture of Scott, or would he? Yeah, probably. <laughs> or okay, would but he? he does. Yeah, he, he absolutely does. would. And he would have a Colossus figurine. Um, so then the TV turns on, and it is the series finale of X-Men. And it like has a little promo where it's like, watch the series finale. And then it shows us this moment at the end of that episode. Like, actually, the way they've edited it here, they make it seem like Xavier's dying. He doesn't die in that episode. He doesn't. Okay. He goes to nope. space. I have I have to tell I have to I was going to wait until we got to the cemetery but I'll just say it now. There in X- Uncanny X-Men number 167. Yes, I looked it up cuz I had to remember when the hell this happened. Yeah. Is that Xavier did die. His body perished. So like what I mean it wasn't the same situation. I think there was like a brood queen thing happening. Yeah, that there got, is a brood queen thing that happens to him where he gets like taken over by the brood and he's evil for a bit. Right. Not and like so, normal. And, and so what happens during evil. that is that Lalandra tries to cure him, doesn't work, his body dies, and everybody thinks he's dead for a really long time, but what happened is that Lalandra, like, back in space, like, cloned his body and transferred his consciousness into another body, which is similar to what happens at the end of X-Men 3. So I think that's what we're looking at. I also think that could happen here. And I think Xavier will come back and we are not free of him and his stupidity, unfortunately. <laughs> nope. But what happens after that, when he comes back in his clone body, he can walk again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think that's, I think that like, they're going to have Lilandra come back at the outset of this show. Sorry, I'm I'm now on predictions, apparently. I think they're going to have her be <laughs> like, I couldn't save him. And then that's why they're lowering the coffin in. Right, but and Lilandra we'll is being played by Amy Rose's actress in Sonic, and that's what she's oh, going to say. Are you serious? No, I'm Wait, kidding. Really? I'm kidding. Oh, I don't know who's playing. <laughs> I absolutely believe like, you. It's like I just I just think Amy Rose is supposed to be bitch. like Do not toy with our emotions. <laughs> we all could have thought you guys it. already got Jennifer Hale as Jean Grey. Like how much more Wait, do you especially need? Especially with the voice actor master list over there. I know, right? I, I was hundred percent. I just imagine Amy board. Rose being like, and now I'm going to save Professor Xavier. <laughs> like, I don't and then know. she goes back, she's like, I couldn't save him. I'm sorry, everyone. And then she also, just zoops off. I think it's hilarious because I think Amy Rose is voiced by Lenny as leading versus voice actress now, so I don't even know, I know what I it's like. I think she's voice-lit by, like, an actual actress, which is why I thought you weren't kidding. Like, I, I mean, whatever, man. I was right, making so a joke. I thought I'm it was continuing funny. continuing along, and then we get to see, like, Xavier saying he's proud of all the X-Men, and this, this is, is like, the, the scene the that Maddie and I cried at, at when we yeah, saw this it is initially. Scene, I, scene where I cried the finale, because I cry about X-Men all the time, Ding and dong, then the fucking sick shit happens, <laughs> where it zooms out into widescreen, which yeah. is epic. They did this in WandaVision also. And then it shows this fucking futuristic city as it looks like Apocalypse has taken over and there's going to be a fucking pyramid. I was like, it looks like what the Wolverine anime should have looked like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this looks like an anime that could have been good. Instead of like a fucking Death Star layer cake, which is what it actually <laughs> <Yeah>. looks like. <laughs> a Death Star layer 
our cake. <laughs> and, well, it's weird. Like this city. It's true. Go ahead. I mean, the city kind of looks like <laughs> Manhattan, but it clearly can't be because there's too much yeah. open space. Where is this yeah. city? What does it look like? I, I just assume it's Manhattan. And it's just a stylized version of Manhattan that we don't know. But also, it has to be Manhattan because the following scene is fucking yeah, it Callisto. Yeah, d- it has to be Manhattan. Because oh, the next scene is Callisto pulling leech. This I is mean, where again, I screamed and my dog ran in well, to make sure I was okay. Well, because it looks so good. Yeah, this is like so the good. moment We're that I was like... We're not communicating it enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I was like, this is crazy that the animation is as good as it is here. Okay, also, I need to point out there's a roller skating rink that's now decrepit, which is actually a thing that's happened. Yeah, hip skate party. Hip <gasps> skate party. Yeah. Can, can we talk about who's yeah. on the missing poster on the on Yes, the pole, I noticed please? that. Who I the fuck noticed is that? that. That's Mero. <gasps> that's oh, Mero. Okay, interesting. Wait, where, okay. where is this? So wanted? we're on to the next oh. shot. So, so, first, what happens is Callisto pulls Lee. I know where this is going to take <laughs> Callisto pulls Lee. She's next to like an old TV store that looks also kind of dilapidated, but all the TVs are on. Um, and then we get another shot after the skate party shot of the Daily Bugle floating by. And it says, like, is Spider-Man a mutant? Hellfire Gala, which interesting that that happens. I love that the Hellfire Gala is being referenced here. Insider baseball journalism thing. Maddie, did you notice about the is Spider-Man a mutant story and the Hellfire Gala story underneath where yes. they are? Text by Eddie Brock, photos by Peter Parker. That part? Well, yeah, that too. That like the Hellfire Gala story is, is Eddie Brock with photos by Peter Parker. Hilarious. But the Is Spider-Man a Mutant story, page 10. The Hellfire Gala yeah. story, page 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. How, also, like, why does the Daily Bugle in this look like page six or something? Like, it looks like, it looks a, like the Inquirer. a rag. It yeah, completely it looks, like, looks like the Inquirer. It's so weird. Other than Banshee, who is that? Wait, who? Um, are, I so, know. There's so, so there's Dust. a lot of mutants on the cover here. Dust is here in the hijab. Yeah. And then I don't know who any of these other I know Isn't who that are. Banshee in the sunglasses? That is Banshee. Yeah. Banshee it's as Banshee. played by David Bowie. Oh my That's God, little... Banshee looks so gay. <laughs> yeah. This is him. what he literally wore in the comic books, the Hellfire Gala. Oh, got it. Okay. Okay, well, it's gay. Okay, so the <laughs> other one. <laughs> well, I mean, that out there. Have you I, seen I think, the Hellfire Gala? Yeah. It is gay. No, you're right. You're who's, right. Got, who's got fucking antlers? That's my yeah, question. That's, that is Nature yes. Girl. That is Nature Girl. Who's, who's the Mr. Sinister Diamond person on the left? That's the only person I can't place on here. I know the other two. The The other two people are Stacey X from Uncanny mm-hmm. X-Men. And then uh, next to her is... Is it Sinister? No, and next to her <laughs> is Maggot. I mean, I don't yeah, know. I okay. see. I was looking at the weird Sinister Girl, too, and I was like... Is that Rachel Summers? And I was like, that can't be because I think they. Well, I, because Jean's pregnant in this. So which kid is she going to have? Is our other yeah. Question. Also, oh, I'm shit. kind of like, yes. it's, it's this is a person that's been paired with Nature Girl. So I think it's a relatively new character. But also she has a diamond on her head. That's, that's weird. evocative. That is weird. I, do, I agree. It, plus, it's like it's you're not. This is this is kind of a smear frame, right? Like you are intended to notice that something's on it, but you're not really but also, expected to okay, look come at it for on, a long time. Yeah. They are expecting us That's to look at it. They know people are going to do it, but <laughs> animation-wise, it's not supposed to be right. Which is why yeah. her face looks like really wide and weird. Clearly, they know that all of the fans here have some kind of mental illness, so we're watching. This. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> Katie's correct. <laughs> 
Okay. So then we get a voiceover from Cyclops. Um, I don't know if we want to go over this, but this is also like the thing that makes me emotional is like how fucking political this show is. And I love that yeah. is like Cyclops and Storm talking about that. Also, this this new voice actor playing Cyclops is fucking killing it. He's yeah. he's exactly he sounds really just like job. him. I it's was perfect. like I to the moment I was like, wait, I was forgot. I wrong? I literally forgot. I was like I think it's him. And then at the end, I was like, wait, no, it wasn't. I know it's impossible. He's dead. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, I was sitting there like questioning if I was like, is he dead? Or did I like make that up? Like, did I get confused with a different actor? No, it's just that this voice actor is just fucking amazing. Nailing it. Yeah. 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 Okay, so did people have other thoughts? I'm I'm moving along. Um, so no, so now so. we have. So the one quick thing I noticed. Oh, go ahead. Is it shoots on it shoots on the casket, but we just see the flowers. There's no name on it, and there's no headstone. Yeah, yeah, we don't know that it's Charles. Okay, but right before we see the casket, there's a quick shot, Katie. That could of- be clever. That, well, that's true, but it's a memorial shot where it shows a bunch of burn- burning candles, and it shows Xavier in his chair in a photo. And a teddy bear, which again, all of this suggests that this is his funeral. But you're right. It does, but it doesn't necessarily correlate. Oh, you're good. That's a good point. But like I Yeah, I like do who think, died? We don't know. Yeah, but also I kind of feel I mean, like this could just be Magneto's desk. Yeah, right. I, that would be funny if Magneto's <laughs> Magneto's like, please <laughs> yeah, do a funeral of Xavier for me. And they're like, yeah. he's not dead. And Magneto's like, he it's is like, to me. Like, <laughs> I can't let go of Charles. Yes, I can. <laughs> Oh my god. Please please bury our relationship. <laughs> we we are mourning our relationship. The yellow roses are getting lowered into the into the ground along with this coffin, which interesting that it's yellow roses. I was also like is that symbolic of something? No, I don't think I, I don't, don't think it is. It's very weird. No, wait, 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 Maddie. It's yellow because the X-Men symbol is yellow and blue. Yeah, they're yellow and yeah. blue. And so that is the yeah, colors yellow are and yellow blue. and blue. <laughs> it's like, I, 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 the pots are blue. All right, so then we go we go to a mutant bigots rally where they are showing signs in Comic Sans. I thought... <laughs> to, to go back to where they came from. That's Perfect. right. I didn't even notice that until you said that right now, but that's really funny. I have a bunch of comments about this. Great. One, Me too. The thing that people are probably going to mention is like the actual Friends of Humanity logo signs in the way back. Oh, I... I thought that was yeah. fucked out of here. I was like, that's <laughs> fucked up. That is, no, that is no, it's the up. actual Friends of Humanity like, logo here, for mutants. Yeah. yeah, That's the new code name for FOH. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, I've got it freeze-framed literally right in front of me. You've got, like, a guy with a stop sign, and then it says mutants under it. And I'm stop like, mutants. very clever, A+. plus. Back to where you yeah. came from. They were all born in the United States, you dumb bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This lady is like, get back in the womb, you stupid fuck. (laughs) Go back to your mom. That's not how it works. (laughs) What is this down with mutants? One in the back, though, that you can't 100% make it out. There's a couple signs here where you kind of have to look at the shape of letters that you can't see and imply what the signs say. But one in the way back says mutants are sinners or mutant mutants. Yeah. And this one in the front that the guy with the shades on, you can kind of tell from the shape of the letters is evolution is a lie. Oh, yep. I couldn't tell what that said, but I think you're right. That's what I read. Evolution is a lie yep. is an interesting thing for him to be saying. I love these signs because this is this is where I'm I'm very interested to see how the show is gonna work because obviously we're picking up from X-Men 97. Which politics are we doing? And I was kind of yep. like looking at these signs, I was like 
Oh no, they're just borrowing from the actual bullshit that is happening right well, now. Like they, I don't, they think don't they even are. have to. I actually get a yeah. real strong Westboro Baptist Church vibe from these guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah which is this late nineties stuff. Pardon, I'm about yeah. to say a slur. Sorry, everybody. Like this is a very God hates fags situation. Mm, yes. Yeah, and you linked that story of like the showrunner who's like talking about. Who said, who said yeah. you know, my experience as a black gay man is informing this. And I'm like, yeah, because like in 97, that was, okay. you know, yeah, fortunately, right. the only, the only, the only way people remember the Westboro people now is as clowns, which is what they are. Mm-hmm. But like, this is Bo DeMeo, who's the showrunner. So yeah. I, he's, I was reading a bunch of quotes by him and the other, uh, I think Chase Conley is his name, who's written a bunch of episodes. They seem really cool. I hope they did a great job. On they the also show. are being um, Seems like it. coached by, well, they actually have the, like the entire production team back from the old show and uh, yeah. the Lee Walls as well. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, which they're great. I trust them. So yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic about all of this, obviously in actual 1997, like the year 1997, <laughs> like Westboro came to my campus, my college oh, campus. Dear. Oh wow. my god! Wow, that's wow. fucked up. No, no, even better. And they were protesting in front of you? the building I had a class in. So I'm like, great. Yeah, was that scary? A plus like, shit. It, well, I mean, it's not scary now because I realized they're fucking clowns. But like at the time, it really was scary. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. opinions about queerness and public queerness were not the same in 1997 yeah. like westboro people seemed genuinely frightening back then it took for a while yeah. to realize that they were just and i cannot say this enough fucking clowns <laughs> they <laughs> were wearing the makeup and everything and they have like <laughs> and pins that they were like throwing around they and were, they doing were the, like, like honking horns in people's faces <laughs> <laughs> they're like it's evolution so is a sin wait hold on do i have something <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Perfect. All right. Any more thoughts? I'm going to continue along if not. We're good. Okay, cool. So then we get Storm doing a voiceover. I love her. She is a queen. She's perfect. I love it. So this is these are the shots of I guess the military coming out of helicopters and aiming guns. It's the it's the logos on their hat and their shoulders. Um, they are UN peacekeepers. Whoa! Okay. Oh uh, shit! You can, you can You're tell right. from the the blue helmets, that is like the UN logo. peacekeepers yeah. wear the blue helmets, and the and like the very next shot, other than this like one brief shot of like a sentinel arm on a floor getting rebuilt, yeah, Magneto in front of the UN General Assembly. Yeah, wow. wow. Being, being filmed by a guy in a TV camera in board shorts, which I think is extremely funny, but that's for that shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that this is like a really quick shot. But yeah, they're they're actual like. UN, it's not the US military, it's like UN peacekeepers, like an international peacekeeping force. Guys, look at the left hand of the screen in the corner by the white part of there of this. The X Men are there. Yeah, they are there. Wait, what? He means the shot where they're at the UN assembly. Okay, so look at the shot of Magneto in front of the UN at oh, the okay, assembly okay. in the far left. You can see Rogue left, Bishop and Gambit and Gambit, Beast. Beast. And is that. I mm, think Storm. Who's the Baldy? Morph or Xavier? That's Morph. Yeah, that's Morph. Morph. Right. And that looks like at least Scott. I don't think Gene's there. I was Bishop. way too distracted by the journalists on stage, though, who are truly dressed like yeah. they're going out for pizza. That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Like, one's wearing like a Hawaiian t shirt. It's like, what? It's, it's amazing how little they care. But <laughs> what, what do you think is happening here? Because, I mean, the X Men have shown up. So this, I think, is. 
I here's my prediction is that every shot that we saw from this opening trailer is probably the first five minutes of this yeah, show. Yeah, because I don't yeah. think they're going to give much yeah. away. I agree. All right, I think Magneto is like he shows up to the X mansion and he's like, "Man, I you're mine now." But then and he's like, "Xavier didn't divorce me, and it's all your all right, problem." But then those guys <laughs> with the guns show up and leads it to here is what I think is going to happen. Uh, but well, also, here's another thought: there's no guns trained on Magneto in this room. He could just be presenting something to the UN. With That's the X Men in tow, maybe Genosha kind of idea. And there's a woman with a red jacket. That's Valerie Cooper. Top. That is Valerie yeah. Cooper. I, that makes sense. I mean, that's what she looks like. Yeah. <laughs> it's also Carmen San Diego. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's notable yeah. that like the UN gets involved for crimes against humanity reasons. Well, okay, yeah. I don't like, know. So are they? It kind of seems to me later in this trailer. That they're rebuilding Genosha. That's what I think is mm. actually happening. Oh, shit. I do well, too. that would be something the UN would care about. That would explain so that like... terrifying fucking step pyramid temple thing with the statues of Magneto yeah. and Xavier out front. I know. Because that's the next shot is that it's like that weird. Well, first we see the, the, the X mansion really quick and they have a pool apparently with a diving board. And then we Th- see. That's like, you're <laughs> like, like apparently as if we didn't know that. Like, I mean. <laughs> But yeah, it looks very good. I would love to swim in it. I agree that it, this doesn't seem like, well, okay, I'm a fountain of useless information right now. But like, if he was being tried, it would be at the International Criminal Court, and that's in Europe. I think you might be on the money. I think, uh, I mean, he's probably like, UN, bear with me. How about <laughs> an ethno state for mutants? And they're yeah. like, great, let's get him out of our hair. You can take Yes, him. I, I can see that. I, I'm sorry. I love the way you phrased that because it totally turned Magneto into Columbo. Yeah. <laughs> Hear me out. He's just like, one oh, more the thing. UN, huh? Just one more thing. Uh, country for mutants. Have you heard of it? Genosha? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you got a mutant problem. I'm your solution. How's it? How's I about was it? just like, it's either there, there was Genosha. There's some other island. I cannot remember what it's called. And there's Krakoa. And this is not Krakoa. I want it no. to be Krakoa. It's not. I, and I do it's think not. that what they're going to do in the show will probably be influenced by some of the stuff with Krakoa because they have the fireworks and shit. Absolutely, because we see Xavier in a statue here and Magneto in a statue, and the idea of them yeah. working together on an island is yeah. very Krakoa. I also era. like this is gay as fuck. Like, this is pretty gay. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it is also gay. I, yes, confirmed. And then, of course, you have me looking at the type of bird to try and figure out where this yeah. is. I, I was do, actually do. doing that as <laughs> well. I was like, is that a Pokemon? Can we catch it? It is a little, a little green tropical bird. And the shape of the oh, mountain what it is. that you can see behind the statue of Xavier. Yeah, really kind of suggests like we're in the Andes or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. They really went for a whole like Machu Picchu Inca vibe. Yeah, they did with the design of this building. Yes. I'm gonna Google this. How many mutant islands were there? Makes me wonder if it's like Nova Roma or something. I don't know. But why would Nova Roma have statues of two ex boyfriends? That doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's. I think they're probably gonna go Genosha. Yeah. With this one. All right, so then the next shot is fucking Wolverine's shadow looking epic as hell. And then we get Gambit charging a card, Storm walking by in her cute boots, Logan popping his claws, 
everybody's on the jet together. Storm has a mohawk. She looks fucking iconic. Ooh. Oh, so Logan has a toothpick in his mouth now instead of a cigar because have you never had a cigar in the changed, original show? <laughs> he never smoked. I feel like they let him. No, do they didn't once. let him do Did that. No. I think it was always it a was toothpick. For kids it was only? definitely not allowed in the nineties. Well, Fair enough. Even before the nineties, there were FCC regulations about it. Yeah, for shows that were targeted at children. Right. Well, regardless, he has to look cool, so he's got a toothpick. So he's got mouth. a toothpick. Yeah. Well, okay. Disney Plus doesn't have to give a shit. I think it's cute. I think he looks great with a toothpick. <laughs> he could literally be chewing on a dildo for all we care. <laughs> <laughs> God, all right. I mean, honestly, the way it's animated, it looks like he's smoking a joint, but like, whenever. Oh, a little bit. Um, so do, do folks have thoughts about this quick little moment where Wolverine says the word bub? Um, love it. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I, I, I was great. I thought, I thought, I, I liked it. It sounded like it. And then I like the following scene where Scott got on his knees and started sucking Logan's cock. Yeah. And then we got all happened. And then we get a shot of Storm making a fucking lightning storm looking amazing and perfect in every way. That is okay. So that is literally my favorite part of this and here's why i mean i, I know there's another really epic moment that i'll let Katie it's gonna have. come right next which is the jubilee popping a bubble that's oh, great no, no, I, I, but i was gonna talk about the reason why i freaked out and post this on my like twitter and blue sky is because we watch aside from the x-men anime where storm got to be awesome again we yes. watched X-Men Evolution and Wolverine in the X-Men where Storm was a background character who wasn't allowed to talk. Not to mention all the live action movies where she didn't get to do shit and looked stupid whenever she did talk. And it was like infuriating to watch the one of the most popular X-Men characters and most popular characters in Marvel be reduced to nothing like that. And it being a black woman. And I was like, it made me so mad. And which I mean, our listeners know this at this point because Maddie and I would just be like so fucking annoyed with the treatment of Storm in these things. And yeah. to finally return to X-Men, the animated series, where they had her do so much and see this epic shot where like there's like rain and ice and lightning yeah, like shooting hail out of her and, like, eyes. It's like floating around her. Like it, she's I, I feel like incredible. it's a very direct comment from the team. Be like, no, Storm's going to fucking be Storm in this. And she's you a need goddess. To be prepared. Yeah, she is a goddess. I love it. And I, I mean, I love to have a gay black man writing Storm. I'm not mad at it. Like, I know, you know, she's cool. going to fucking well, eat <laughs> that shit up. Yeah. I, I can she's tell you, I mean, obviously <laughs> she is a queen. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. when I, when I was at a, uh, like one of the Six Flags Pride events a, a year or two ago. It, it's a, it is a largely black community over there because it's near Springfield. Mm-hmm. And the the vendors there that were queer black men had so much Storm stuff. Yeah. Like they love Storm with every good reason. So I am I am completely understanding why he would choose to really platform her in this show. Amp her up. Yeah. And yeah. Her, she's getting the monologue here, which I don't really care about Cyclops, even though the voice actor is doing a great job. I could have just had Storm monologuing the entire trailer and that would have been okay with me but it's and in the (laughs) comics at the time that this was going this was kind of when they split this was the x-men blue and gold teams right where one was led by scott and one was led by by storm storm yeah i'm wondering if they're gonna do do that so then we get a shot i'm just moving along we get a shot of again maybe it's genosha but there's i think it is because okay i did some googling yeah um so in the comics genosha is supposed to be north of madagascar okay so off off the eastern coast of africa and the climate in madagascar is humid tropical and if you look in the shot 
you can see the palm trees. Palm, palm trees, trees are going to be stuff. native to that. So yeah, that's yeah, like tropical bird. Genosha is yeah. a pretty yeah. good guess because it would be. It needs, it needs to have palm trees being native there. So it needs to be tropical. Hold on. I think it is Genosha. I'm going to see if I can put this in the chat. You guys can click on the link. But I, it's like an image from Google. I was just looking at pictures of Genosha. And it really does have a similar vibe in terms mm. of like. I mean, the, this is a much more like cyberpunk Genosha, but the the mountains look very similar. Well, that's what I'm saying. And like, and then if you look at like, if you just Google Genosha and look at images of it, it really. I mean, we could be way wrong and this could just literally be Wakanda. That would be a fun misdirect. So continuing along. It would, but I think the, I think the fire, the fireworks are like delineating the idea of like, they're borrowing from the Krakoa story where like at the end, when they built Krakoa, they're like the fireworks, fireworks went off. And I think that's what we're looking at right. here. So yeah. like they're celebrating being able to be in their own place where they can be mutants. They deliberately cut from the fireworks to Jubilee. They do. Like your facial shot. Yes. Jubilee, yeah. right? It's so. like celebrating. It, it, to be honest with you, I think, I really think they're not, I mean, this show's not going to do Krakoa because it's set in X-Men 90s. It's in the 97s, 90s. Oh my God, Brian, speak. But I do think they're going to borrow a lot of the concept of Krakoa where they're going to suddenly be like, here's like a bunch of mutants that you all know so they can be integrated into the show in the same way that Krakoa operated. Yeah. So after Jubilee pops her bubblegum, we get exactly that or an opportunity for that, which is all some of the X-Men walking into a gay bar where I'm sure it's morph Jubilee, 100%. Rogue, Logan and Gambit. And, they're and morph all, looks like 97 yeah. morph. Logan would rather be anywhere else i'm like you know you like bud and jubilee is like doing a dance like jubilee is literally dancing as she's walking in and it's uh, gambit's checking somebody out i don't know he who is. um so Everyone. it's a really quick a rogue's shot. giving a, rogue's giving him the death glare <laughs> <laughs> rogue is dead inside um i did see Bo DeMeo talking about how rogue and gambit is like his favorite pairing so we're gonna Good. get a lot of that nice. in the show i'm that. sure um, and then we get Bishop looking like a badass really quick. Yeah, finally. Just like a quick shot. And then Jean is fucking pregnant. Hello. That what? Okay, so there's... Oh, my God. So everyone on X-Men Social right now, especially the other podcasters, we're already like, is this Jean? Has Jean been replaced? Mm, yes. Oh. Because we know that Madeline Pryor is question. going to be on this show. I was say, oh, we love a Madeline Pryor. We oh, love shit. a Goblin Queen. <laughs> and we know Mr. Sinister is going to be on yeah, the show. It, I right, mean, we know. they already said, they stated that Mr. Sinister was going to be the main villain of season six or whatever this is. And that we saw when they released the toys, they're like, toys from X Men 97. They had one of Maddie Pryor, and everyone fucking lost their minds because we love crazy Madeline Pryor. We love her. She's great. And also the whole Mr. Sinister obsession with like <laughs> Jean's genetics and Scott's genetics is hilarious to me. So I'm down for that to be the plot line over the season. Oh, there's a lot of questions here. Like who's in Xavier's grave? Who's in that? Where yes. is this Genosha or not? Is this even Jean? Like what is happening? So yeah, if yep, it is yep. Jean, is it Rachel or is it uh, Nathan? <laughs> yeah. Who's in Jean? <laughs> yeah. Who's in Jean? Yeah. Oh my God. Who is in Jean? Who is, is Jean? Wait, wait. Is, is it, is it Nate Gray? Is it Cable? Is it yeah. Rachel? Like, pick one you know she has triplets it's all three that would be really funny (laughs) i think that uh, honestly i kind of wish they would do that just to do like a quick resolve on that for this tv show (laughs) yeah (laughs) to like get through we're just gonna get them all out here we're gonna get them all out of the womb real quick i mean she is 
super pregnant in this show, like unusually yeah. pregnant. Yeah, they're like suddenly she is like nine months along ready to pop. Yeah. Um, so then we get a shot of some Sentinels attacking some of but not all of the X-Men. Notably, Storm is missing here. I think that's a little odd. This is to me clearly the danger room. I think mm, this is okay. what this is. I buy it. Uh, I buy it. Because we just see Bishop, mm. Gambit, Morph, uh, Logan, Rogan, Cyclops, and Beast. In this like this moment where they're like, all right, we're all going to fight. And like Gambit and Logan are going to do their thing. But Rogue's here throwing her hair being like, heads up. And I'm like, okay, she has time to do her hair. They're in the danger room. Like, I you think know, those, that's, are different, those are different yeah. scenes, though, right? Those are different scenes, though, <laughs> I don't right? know about that. The sky is a different color. It's all a hologram <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I assumed the heads up was from the like Krakoa party. That's yeah. true. Because it's like the sunset in the background of, of Rogue saying heads up in the mountains, see? So ah. I think she's at, like at the party then. But, and they do have that that very quick shot earlier of someone with a sentinel arm. Yeah, they're rebuilding them yes. like in a barn. But that something. would also be a reason for them to go in the danger room and be like, we need to practice fighting sentinels again. That's they're true. coming back. Oh, shit. I did hear that they were gonna they were gonna I don't know if it was Nimrod. I think it was a different um sentinel like alpha sentinel character that they confirmed was gonna be on this show and i forget which one it is but um, i don't like think master that's mold a, I, or whatever no master mold it wasn't master mold it might have been nimrod but i feel like there's one i'm forgetting maybe oh did i hear that the bastion was gonna be on the show maybe i'm wrong i don't know so anyway i do think this is the danger well, there have been a lot of rumors and i'm also like it's possible they've changed things like there yeah. have been s- rumors circulating for a while so yeah. katie do you want to talk about the greatest part of the entire trailer next everyone is screaming about this katie because they're like why has this never actually happened I in the know, comics that's before why it's, so cool. yeah. Yeah. it's genius this is genius it's fucking and I genius don't know why never it's never happened. happened. So Katie, describe it. So Gambit and Wolverine are charging at something, which ends up being, you know, our POV. They're coming right at the camera. And Gambit just hops on his back and fucking bareback rides him. <laughs> which, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yep. I've been waiting for that forever. Uh, and then <laughs> charges his fucking claws. Yes. Uses his kinetic ass whatever energy on Logan's energy claws. Kinetic Berserker. On the claws, yes. which makes so much sense because I know it changes in the comics whether or not he can charge biology and any kind of living material. Sometimes he can, mm-hmm. sometimes he can't, depending on in the comics, Sinister actually fucked with his brain and took away his ability to charge organic material. So it makes mm. sense that he's charging just the claws. Mr. Right. Sinister like nerfed Gambit at one point because he was getting too powerful, and Mr. Sinister is like, I can't have anyone be more powerful than me. Mr. Sinister is the game master of X-Men as a whole, <laughs> and he's really like, honestly, we need to get I... some balance and updates and patches rolled he's out. He's doing us all like, a favor, honestly. He kind of is. So this is so fucking cool. People have like right? lost their minds over the shop because it's the coolest shit yep. ever. It's so cool. It is genius and then they get him right face up and my favorite part is that they actually fucking animated his eyes right which is something that no one can ever do yeah he, they oh yeah beautiful. you're right i didn't even notice that his before well i just like pan oh, back know, and got a really it. beautiful shot i'm gonna wow. take a picture of it's this gorgeous <laughs> i just froze the it's my new screensaver extreme close up. yeah it happens so fast like it's literally you know just eyes and nose i was not anticipating he looks that so pretty he's so pretty so then scott says to me my x-man oh, yeah. and i sit there being annoyed that storm didn't say it uh, yeah i was gonna say can we talk about the worst part of the trailer to me my <laughs> x-man <laughs> Dude, i no. thought it was annoying i was like it's like such a high to a low instantly i know 
the highest and the lowest parts of the trailer back to fucking back. Why? The, I think this is going to be part of the discourse because they, the showrunners did say that there were going to be two teams, one led by Scott, one led by Storm. And that makes sense. I mean, to have a black showrunner be like, I'm going to put Cyclops in shot. Like, you know, this is going to be what the show's about. Like, we're already complaining about it, but like, this is probably the central conflict of episode one. Also, I will point out, and this is, I didn't even notice this until uh, one of our listeners was posting it on their uh, Blue Sky account. I'm going to do a shout out to Manicor because I've been to us multiple times. You are going to say the thing I was just going to say. Okay, do it. So Rogue, Rogue is like flying Bishop and Beast into the battle, but she's holding Beast by his pants. By his underwear. Like, Everyone can see his butt. <laughs> his butt cheek is there. It's out. It's it fully out. out. It's, and multiple people have noted this, but Manticore, I think, is like our, our mutant ages adjacent person who's noted it. It's fucking hilarious. She throws him like he's a fucking Pokeball and he twirls through the air. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. It's I don't so, even know. It's so much. It's so much. Okay, sidebar, we haven't really brought this up at all, but like, it's kind of interesting that Bishop's just on the team. Like, that's not really right. been yeah. the case. Yeah. And I, I mean, it could just be that, that Bo was like, I like Bishop. Fuck it. I'm putting him on the show. I hated how he was portrayed in the original. I don't know if Bo thinks this. I'm just I'm just slapping this Maybe on Maybe this time he'll hit something with the gun. I do. I do want to. <laughs> it could be that. It could be that. I do want to know, like, it's how they get there. Because it seems like this is so immediate after Xavier's death. I know. And it's like, and so, it's so like, when why does Bishop come Bishop back from here? the future to be here? I, I, I think that's really interesting. And he's a regular member of the cast like every shot is bishop and i again i'm not against this i really like bishop and i think the original show really did a bad job of portraying him no i i i agree but when you look back at all the merchandising and marketing for x-men the animated series and all the video games that came out at that time it would have the main cast but all those things also would have bishop so Mm -hmm. i think there's like this strong memory of people thinking that bishop was there all the time when he wasn't but mm-hmm. like that is something that was like induced by the marketing at the time, and like I think it was also because he's the only black male character. Yeah, yeah. I really think I, that's I, part I think of it's it. great. I I want to see Bishop done well because I mean one of the things that Maddie and I really loved about Wolverine the X Men, which there wasn't a lot, but whenever but they Bishop did those future episodes, yeah, they made they whenever they went to the future, Bishop was cool as fuck. I want to yeah. see more of that Bishop, and I think this and that show could be what we get. That could be what we get. I mean, I, I will miss like Bishop firing at shards in the sky, holding a bunch of telepathic women and like Psylocke falling out and going, hey, Bishop. And then Maddie going, do they know each other? <laughs> <laughs> that happened on X-Men 97, the original. I mean, these are, the, these are questions I have for this actual show is like, what's the pacing going to be? Because it doesn't need to be in a 20 minute slot anymore. There's only, I know. Like, there's only 10 episodes, right? Or less, I think. Yeah, but they've already confirmed two seasons. So oh, yeah. there's, okay. I think, the eight episodes, but... Yeah. By the way that this success of this trailer has hit the internet and the viewers, I think they're already probably planning season three. They're probably like, wow, people really want probably. this shit. I mean, look, I'm looking at the Marvel thing. It's like a seven. It has eight million views. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. I am blipping in from the future because one time travel is real, but also within the week since that we have recorded this episode, which was literally five days ago. We came into some really awesome news that I felt like needed to be shared in this episode in which uh, we found out today that the X-Men 97 trailer broke all Marvel records in terms of their animated trailers. 
So this outdid any Star Wars animated trailer as well as any Disney animated film that trailer, which is blowing my mind right now as somebody who is a giant Disney nerd and also loves Star Wars. And we know Maddie really loves Star Wars. So I'm just kind of like, like Disney animation, which has been here for over 100 years, right? And then also that the Wolverine and Deadpool, oh, I'm sorry, Deadpool and Wolverine trailer <laughs> broke the record of any live action trailer that Disney has ever put out. That's over Star Wars, which I can't even like wrap my brain around this. I am still very tired. I've only been up for like an hour and a half. I'm sore from skating. I just walked my dog and I'm sitting here being like, right now what's happening is that the Marvel executives are talking to their marketing team who are giving them those numbers. And you know, those Marvel executives are going to Kevin Feige, Fungi, whatever his name is, and is like, pivot all of your plans on the Avengers to the X-Men. It also shows that the X-Men is the biggest franchise that Marvel has ever held with maybe like competition with the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man back in the day. But it is so big that the X-Men is going to be everywhere. And the marketing for X-Men right now is crazy because I'm already seeing merchandise return to stores like it was in the 90s. So, like, this is a huge step from a marketing perspective. I am so excited to see what this is going to result in. All right, I am going to go do some yoga, and you can go back to this crazy-ass episode that we recorded. So then we get to Charles Francis Xavier's Last okay. Home Testament. Okay. Why is it a book? I got to talk about this. <laughs> Why is it a book? <laughs> Are you going to talk about bound? Jean holding her baby, like, well, menacingly? Oh, no, we... <laughs> I assume we collectively will get to soccer mom, literal the soccer mom. Gene. Yeah, 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 yeah. But why yeah. is Xavier's will a book? Not just a book, <laughs> like a hard <laughs> copy, it's like a really big. cover <laughs> metal bound book, which if you look at the pages is fucking handwritten, handwritten, <laughs> and like six hundred pages long. <laughs> it, it's a fucking phone book because Xavier, how much shit did he leave behind and also he left it all to magneto is what magneto says magneto is the one holding the book he wrote guys he wrote magneto a book for when he dies That's that is so the gay. gayest shit i have ever seen like i'm sorry this is gay He's like eric let me tell you about my love it, it is, is gay but i love i love the idea his last will and testament is just like some Da Vinci Code shit where he's just like, Eric, if you wish to inherit my legacy, your first clue begins in the that's what the, like, oh wait, that's what the God, X-Men what is sitting that? the X-Men to do in each mission is like un- oh decipher God, these cool fucking, like, scavenger hunt shit. <laughs> and you know what? And it's like they finally get to what like what he's left behind, and it's just Xavier alive. He's like, you get to have me. He's like alive, he's like, here's your greatest present, and everyone's like, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> then he drinks from the wrong grail and dies. Magneto turns around. He looks fucking adorable here. He has beautiful long silver hair. Okay, hold on. I have to say two things. One, this voice actor again sounds like the original Amazing. voice actor, Perfect. which is a very impressive. Two, this didn't happen during the trailer, but Katie and I have been going to stores and stuff like we do and we're like, there's X-Men merch everywhere for the first time in years. And like, there was one of Magneto, 
like with his hair down. And Katie goes, he's letting his hair down. <laughs> I was like, Let he is letting his hair down. Let it go. So I think, I think the implication here is that they just all came in from a basketball game to find Magneto in yeah. the office reading the book. I don't know if it was a basketball game. Todd, what's your take I, on this? Okay. So, <laughs> so okay. all the X-Men are also here now in the room. Over to Todd. I love this shot for so <laughs> many reasons. X-Men, it's we ball. Gene, okay, so why? a basketball ref could wear the same type of shirt as a soccer ref, right? So Jean is clearly refereeing because she's Something. too pregnant to do anything. And she also has a whistle. Oh, right. She's not just wearing the black and white yeah, stripes. She she she's whistle. also telekinetic, yeah. guys. She could just use her powers to win. Yeah, that's Come on. true. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. She, she's still on the sidelines. she can't anyway. do anything, Truman. She is pregnant. <laughs> I need to interrupt you real quick, uh, Todd, before you go into this, because um, uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. There was a great tweet here the other day. Oh, my if God. Not, Why I did can... you interrupt if you hadn't found it yet? Jesus no, Christ. It's, 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 it's right here. It's right here. I know exactly oh where it is. God. It's not. It's from it's from Garrett Martin. OK, my former boss at Pace Magazine, Garrett Martin. He goes, I did not watch this show. Did Jean Grey always work at Foot Locker? And I was like, <laughs> that is very funny. <laughs> And, uh, and as learned. we all know, yes, she did. And they're <laughs> upholding that canon. How to describe the shot. So I don't know. I from, don't from know. Let, so you luck. get this panoramic, basically, of everyone in the door to what I'm assuming is Xavier's study or something like that, where Magneto yeah, has but, just been like, I'm casually reading Xavier's books. Uh, they're my books now, bitches. This <laughs> <laughs> huge fucking will textbook. You've got Jubilee on the far left who's ready to hood oaken somebody. She has posed like that. It's true. And Morph is just like, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> Storm ready to electrocute someone as well. But the best part is that only the women, Morph and Scott, are in shirts. Bishop and Hank. Yeah. Well, okay, Hank. Okay, fine. It's Beast. He doesn't need a shirt. It, yeah, Beast Nobody never wears a shirt. shirts right. on. And I saw this and I'm like, were they fucking? Like, yeah, they were. Because they were. Rogue and Storm were clearly doing jazzercise. Like, that's obviously what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely were just like, you know those okay, episodes Bishop, of Next Generation where Troy Look at Bishop's little fucking and, green thing. Yes, he was yeah. also jazzercising. Right? I mean, also, like, I feel like there's, like, in this shot, skin-to-skin -skin Contact happening between Bishop and Remy. And like, Beast. Am I wrong? The three of them are all right next to each other in that shot. And, and Logan, of course, is like, oh, I have to be next to my boyfriend. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> well, he's next to Which one? and Scott. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Oh, my God. Wait, Maddie, that, did you, the, guy, the guy who... Okay, uh, oh we can God. talk about that in a second. But yes, Morf, You know what I was going to say about <laughs> Morph and Logan, Morf right? and Logan are confirmed married on this show. We'll get to that No, later. it was like, they like canonically... It's like, I think it's canon that they're... Well, I don't we even know see. how to describe the see. thing. So this is... A, we're going to talk about that quite a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Like, What's what going are on? you talking um, about? I'm just going to read it because I'm right okay. here. Showrunner Bo DeMeo told Empire Magazine the show focuses on the X-Men being, quote, faced with the future they didn't expect, unquote, and reportedly said in another interview with the publication that Morse portrayal is a lighter take on the character who is non-binary and has a, quote, interesting buddy relationship with fan favorite Wolverine. Mm -hmm. huh. That's amazing. <laughs> it's just like processing slowly. Wait, in the read the third sentence, though. It's about Mr. Sinister. Do you not have that there? Oh, I don't have 
I don't have that there. Okay, let me find Wizard, it. I didn't know there was another sentence with Mr. Sinister. Yeah, the character's past with Mr. Sinister, the show's villain, could also come into play, which to me is like, okay, not only is Morph... Uh, I mean, sleeper agent. To me, I'm like, people are like, oh my God, Morph is confirmed non-binary. I'm like, Morph was always non-binary. This isn't even news. What is everyone talking about? <laughs> uh, like, genuinely, about like, I don't even know why that's... Like, okay, great. We're finally acknowledging it is, I guess, the news. So, quote, interesting <laughs> buddy relationship with Wolverine. That means they're fucking... But right. then to also have Mr. Sinister mentioned, who's like also confirmed queer in modern comics. Yeah. I'm like, this is just an interesting series of sentences here. Oh, like it kind of makes Warcraft it seem Fetty. like a more canonically gay show will happen. You know? I Yeah. It's like, well, and these are things I'm questioning. It's like, if they have Iceman on this yeah. show, are they like, what are they going to do? Gonna do? <laughs> I mean, I'm already <laughs> like, if they have like, Mr. Sinister on the show, what are they going to do? I mean, that's what was in the casket was Bobby's heterosexuality. Oh shit! <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's also interesting to see like Scott Logan and Gene like this because I'm like, well, in the comics now for like four years, they the three of them have in been throuple. in a relationship like together. A it's like, okay, wait. So now let's go back to the shot by shot because I just realized why the book is metal bound. It's so Magneto can float it across the room. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. That's literally the only reason. I thought you knew that. No, I, I was just like, why did Xavier metal bind it? He's like, yeah, I he want just wants my to, flex to bitchily float the book around. So I'm going to put some fucking gold on it. He's so like, it Eric wasn't metal bound 10 minutes that. ago. I put it there. <laughs> he probably did do that. In my perennial <laughs> way, I would say that binding would be brass. So he wouldn't be able to do anything oh, to it. Of course. You're not. right. Right. But maybe right. it isn't Gold brass. Maybe it yeah. isn't. Also, I have a what's going on here? It's like Xavier just died, so they went to go play basketball. Like, what yeah, is why, happening? Also, why okay, also, why do they walk back in and all see Magneto at this moment? Like, that's hilarious in and of itself. So, okay, here's here's right? my theory is that I think enough time is gonna have been passed since season five to season six where they're like Magneto just hasn't been around and they've just been like doing like Scott's leading the team he's like I'm the leader of the X-Men and Magneto shows up like a full year later he's like actually and he's like I finally finished reading this shit I'm your other dad just so you know it's like actually my X-Men Scott I mean that's what he says in this final line which is supposed to be ominous but instead I'm like that sounds fun. Like, I don't know. Like, Magneto shows up and he's like, all of you belong to me, bitches. Yep. You were all left to me in the will. Like, as though Xavier owned all the X-Men. Like, that's what? hilarious. Why is... Would I put it past him trying to make that work legally? No. Yeah. Like, he's like, <laughs> I, I literally own the life rights to all of you. Like, what? <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> I don't the only, know. The only one he doesn't own is Jean's baby because it hadn't been conceived yet, and that's right. why she's pregnant. Right. Interesting. How can he own Bishop? Bishop wasn't even on the team. That's why Jean's <laughs> like, you know baby I mean? and Bishop will team up and the baby is <laughs> In the future. That's why it's oh, Cable. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was going to say that's why it's got to be Cable. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyways, so that's the end of the trailer. We get to see an a cool epic like CRT TV turning off moment on the Disney logo and that's the end. Yeah, I am very excited about this show. <laughs> yeah, closing thoughts. Like, We're I, excited. 
great trailer. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think it's I think all this this fucking shit around more being non-binary being a big deal is like the stupidest shit I've ever read in my I've been life. I'm ignoring all of it. I don't even care. I'm truly like this show is going to be so gay that people are going to lose their minds when it's actually here. So if they yeah. want to lose their minds about Morph being like a non-binary gender fluid character, then okay, <laughs> have fun. Like I, I all I can think about like this whole fucking Morph non-binary shit is like I'm like so when the X Men join the MCU, these people need to realize that like canonically most of these characters are have now been outed as gay in the past like five years since um yeah. jonathan hickman was just like so all that subtext is no longer subtext it's just like yep. canon. yeah so like, <laughs> like, what, we're I, like oh. I, I don't know yeah. i just i feel like they're all those people are not actual fans of x-men anyway so i don't really care about their reaction well i mean these are people i i was like reading some of that where people were like the X Men was never about marginalization oh and other God. like actual, <laughs> actual, <laughs> actual fans are like, shit. "Did you watch the show?" And they were like, "Yeah, it was about mutants fighting other mutants." And I'm like, "Where? No what people. show did you watch?" Yeah, it's it the was... show where Rogue punches a cop every episode. It's not oh about being marginalized. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I don't know. Like anyway. literally from episode one. Oh yeah, right. episode one onward. It's like that's what it's about. That it's, is when you're like, oh, cool. So if you'll flip to this part of Das Kapital, the part, <laughs> yeah, I, the I part just think, where Marx right? talks about the hegemony convincing the subaltern to yeah. turn on each other so that they're too engaged <laughs> to resist the hegemony, which is all about subordination and marginalization. And is is an explanation of why the mutants in fighting is also a part of the political aspects of the show. And like Magneto and Xavier fighting, like that's political too. Like, I I mean, all of it is fucking political because it's X-Men. It's why we like it. So yeah, this has been a trailer reaction. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) How do we end this? I was going to say closing thoughts from each of us. Maddie, you can go first. What what are you hoping to see on this show? Um, I'm hoping to see some really awesome storm moments. I think out of everything, that's what I want the most because she deserves it the most out of everyone post X-Men 97 ending the first time. I feel like she got fucked over the most. So I'm really hopeful about that. Are there any stories you want to see? Like any characters, anything like that? I mean, I would love to see a Storm Callisto like showdown as like part of a, a storyline that they're going to actually do. That'd be really cool because yeah. we saw Callisto. They're definitely going to have more locks on this show, so I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I mean that'd be cool. Wait, wait, I want to see Spike come back somehow. That in would this be canon, really neat. But that will not happen. But you never know. That would be really interesting. But they've already said Marrow's there somewhere in it's the universe. It's true. Marrow so. is there. So Rye P, do you want to go next? We can just go in the same order, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, I am really curious about the promo stuff that has been involving the new mutants. Mm. Like Ileana is confirmed yeah, to be is. on the show. So are we going Ooh. to see more of that new mutants generation, especially since Magneto is leading the team right. and in the comics when he took over, that's when new mutants was founded and he was the leader at the time. Yep. So, or, or not, I don't think, I think Xavier was there at the beginning and then it switched like when he did his fake death or whatever. So I'm curious about that. And also, I, I can't imagine that they would do this show and not find a way to write Laura into it. And if they do that, are they going to add her into the new mutants? Mm. Like, and well, what, I mean, what even you that? saying that is Good interesting idea. because it's like, well, X-Men Evolution is the one that's not getting rebooted. And yet we're predicting Laura is going to be on the show. It's just funny to predict that. Well, I, it's just like the popularity of Laura. And I don't even want to call her X-23 anymore because she's like, she is a Wolverine, but for all intents and purposes, the X-23. Well, they need to do the X-23 storyline with her first if they were to introduce her. She would start yeah, out that and I, do, I do feel like that she's just become such a big character and so like people love her. I, I, I just, I can't imagine they would not 
include her in one of these seasons. So mm. anyway, Todd, over to you. <laughs> oh, oh no. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you want to <laughs> see? What are you hoping I for? I actually like, I'm intentionally keeping, okay, this is going to sound bad. I'm intentionally keeping my expectations low. Mm, that's, that doesn't sound bad. I it sounds valid. Because, it sounds very fair. Well, like I just, I, I think the more I set my, I kind of want to enjoy the benefits of the non hype cycle situation, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm kind That's of fair. trying to be like, okay, I'll see what happens when the show drops, which is really soon. We don't have to wait that long, which is really nice. I, I still think this is still PTSD from us watching secret invasion. <laughs> I mean, it is a little bit like a tiny bit. Yeah. Fair. We were Todd and I were done wrong, but number one, by the fact that the secret invasion show was not about secret invasion at all and i don't know what it's about and also the non-inclusion of daisy johnson just like killed us <laughs> like, mm-hmm. was, like okay but also you two were upset i i didn't even watch secret invasion because you both told me not to but you were both like that wasn't even relevant to the marvels like why did we even have to watch it like it didn't even play a role in anything it the wasn't only, even connected the only thing that shows up uh, in the marvels is a space station that you don't even see that appears yeah, like in it's, literally it's the not, last 45 seconds of the scroll. <laughs> There's like literally <laughs> no Super scroll reason kind to watch of it. popped up. Yeah, like, that, I mm-hmm. guess. That was ridiculous. Kind of, oh my that God. That whole thing was dumb. <laughs> I hear Loki's season two is better. All right, Righty, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm also tempering my expectations to like the nth degree. However, uh, <laughs> 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 However, curling a lock of finger around his hair. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I want to see where things go. I want to see re- where relationships go, like how they pick up where we left off and like what they do with it. Because that's going to be, like, the most important thing. Like, yeah, we know the relationships that were built during the show. But, like, how do we take them to the next step in a realistic way that we can still be like, oh, yeah, Yeah. that's the same character that I was left with back in the 90s. Instead of just, like, who are these people? That's, like, an actual smart thing to say. Yeah, Uh, yeah, like, like, but also, like, will Rogue and Gambit get married? Yeah, that's a good question. Rogue, fuck. Please. Mm, okay, oh. I do have one wish Get that they the realize inhibitor collars are real. Oh. And all she's got to do is put one on. Exactly. Like, yeah, but they're uncomfortable. Have- yes. Can she put one on long enough to get that box wrecked? Also, yes. Right. She so doesn't like- have to ask to be choked. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I guess on that note, I'll ask Katie what she's looking forward to. I mean, uh. I mean, I. I have an inside hatred of of the Rogue and Gambit couple. I don't know. I just find them absolutely nuclear and toxic together. They are toxic. <laughs> Get at the story. They're incredibly toxic. They're terrible. <laughs> That's why They're it's terrible. fun. It is. They are fun. But but I understand, Katie. Go on. Uh, of course, you know that means I want to see more of Gambit. You know, bareback riding Wolverine. Right. Sure. Um, of course. And I totally agree with you there. I think we are all rooting and for And throwing that. in some Mr. Sinister, and we'll just throw it back to exactly where Ryan and I have left our stories. Yep. So, yes, I would love <laughs> that to see the intro Mr. Sinister's in the X-Mansion, hiding behind a curtain, waiting for Remy to go to bed. <laughs> Absolutely. I want that. So, okay, great. It, it, even if that doesn't happen, you know, I'm... I'm cautiously optimistic seeing where this is going. <laughs> I do I do think you bring that up 
brings up the idea of like, would they even do anything with the Gambit, Mr. Sinister I so. relationship? I, I hope so. Cause we've talked about the Marauders. We've talked about, yeah, like, well, there's a lot of back history with everyone there that brings in yeah. Marrow. Cause Marrow was originally taken from the sewer by Gambit to start, the the whole underground. Oh my god, society. Katie, you're right, and she's missing oh. in this. And she's in that, missing. That this would be a really brilliant show if Sinister. I, yes, I I want that. <laughs> I you know what, Katie, I think you're on to something here too. I think from what Maddie was saying in that little that piece, there's the the hijinks that's Mister Sinister here. She's, he like he's implanted Gambit as a spy. He's implanted a clone of fucking Jean Grey. Like mm. he has infiltrated the X Men. That would be a that really be cool awesome. story to Morph tell. Too. And that's been taken oh, in shit. the comics yeah, kind too. of loosely oh, because shit. they had that whole apocalypse death thing going on where they did have Gambit infiltrate. Right, and Bishop, Bishop could be back. Be oh. like, be yeah, like, Bishop. Could, would, wouldn't it be cool if Bishop's there because he's like, somebody in your team is a fucking mole. I don't know which, which one of you. Which is the last time Bishop showed up was because of well, that. Well, they've done that before, though. Yeah. And it, right. again, it and was Gambit. It was, like, it was basically Gambit before. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the image that every time Bishop shows up, he just like sparkle pops into the mansion's kitchen and is like, what the fuck did you people do this time? (laughs) It's like the Simpsons episode where Homer goes back in time. (laughs) Oh my god. Steps on that one thing and ruins everything. Okay, before we close out, I I totally forgot. Um, There has been animation cell saying that Emma's going to be on the show Mm -hmm. along with Sebastian Shaw, so there will be a return of that. I think we'll probably see like a, a an enemy arc with Emma in this, in which by season seven or whatever the next one that is after this, she'll be having a a hero arc. That's what I think is oh. going to happen. I also know that Forge is going to be on the show along with Sunspot, who is not in this trailer but is credited as one of the main characters of this nice. show. And again, <laughs> that's another new mutant. And also, Nightcrawler is confirmed on this show, and yes. he's voiced by the original Nightcrawler nice. voice actor. Wonderful. <laughs> All those things to Shinshaw dying by falling through a small hole into a river. And <laughs> oh my after God. failing to unwrap a truffle for 96 seconds. <laughs> Listen, Todd, I have to tell you, I was at Savers every day the other day, and they had like several VHS of the old adventure. So with uh, Emma Peel. A touch of brimstone? And uh, that was the only one they didn't have. Aww. I was so well, mad. Probably because that would be the first one that people would want to buy because it's probably. like the X-Men one. Famous. So, dorks yeah, would right. be like, I want this episode of the Avengers. And by dorks, I mean us. Yeah. Uh, so on that well, note, we're not alone. Mutantages.com is our website. Please go to patreon.com slash the mutant ages and support us. Uh, and our highest tier Patreon supporters are Samuel B and Soren B. That's right. And we love them very much. And we love everyone who supports the show. And we love those of you who can't afford to support the show, but please share it on your personal social media, rate and review us. And with all of that, we shall see you next time. See you next time for the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. (laughs) (laughs) We're not not doing doing that. That That was not a trailer that made us as excited as this. Sorry. No. (laughs) No. Bye. Later, y'all. Bye.